I don't know mm. if you know, you know, you put the balloon between space when you're dancing. No. Well, you got to leave room for Jesus, of course. Well, you know. Arm's length. <laughs> Apparently, Jesus is just, just an all arm's those, length, all those right? Yeah. Thank you once again for joining us on the Delco Young Democast. My name is Mike Teiva. It is awesome to talk to you guys again. Joining us today in the podcast oubliette, we have uh, apparently former Democrat <laughs> Amanda Hammock. I'm just, just walking away. Hashtag walk away. <laughs> walking away from everything. We'll explain that joke in a couple minutes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good despite the craziness that just seems to keep going and the five million things that, you know, crop up every single second of every single day. I'm tired, but, you know, still hanging in. <laughs> How the hell does something like that happen? Where Amanda, uh, there was a uh, post that we actually found through the Florida Libertarian Party's Facebook page, yeah. uh, where apparently there was some opinion piece on a conservative blog. It was uh, on townhall.com, which I didn't realize was quite that disreputable. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> They're um, a little nuts. And you were wearing your Rosie the Riveter outfit, <laughs> which I thought was particularly ironic. I, I did, Do the Republicans not pick up on that iconography? They clearly didn't. They, they didn't, and the argument that the original uh, blog writer kind of gave for it was just so ridiculous that yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I had to stop reading them after a while. Um, but so the picture was originally from the uh, rally that was in Philadelphia the day after. The I think Janus it was the day decision, after yeah. the Janus uh, uh, decision, and so it was a rally in support of the unions. And you know, like screw you know this heinous you know ruling that went down, and um, it was from an Associated Press you know right. article and and so copyrighted right, intellectual right. material and, and you know i had gotten someone had um sent it to me on facebook and was like did you realize this you know and i went yeah. oh no oh and no it's a, it's a it's a post on this townhall.com which is a, a fucking another racist blog um about the uh, hashtag walk away movement, about how the Democrats are finally realizing that the Democratic Party has been screwing them for years and people are leaving the Democratic Party in droves. You know, I'd like to say something about that. Because By all means. Op- and we'll introduce you in a second, apparently. <laughs> okay, well, so uh, I, I had somebody actually non-disingenuously ask me if, if that could be happening, and I said, no, I think the opposite has happened. I think people are walking away from the Republican Party because they have gotten so extreme, and I think that the window of acceptable levels of leftism that are possible to explore have now opened up because we are now dealing with something that even the most moderate people I know are calling fascism. Which is actually an interesting point because so we so anyway with that whole thing going up and you know like I'm laughing because like every single person in that picture is like known you yeah. know Democrat activists you know this is what we yeah. do this Working is who on we campaigns. are some right. of them are candidates themselves right. and so um, interesting to your point of the Republicans you know or or those you know from that side walking f- away from them I had gone to uh, a rally in support of. Uh, Rose, what's her last name? The oh, Sunshine yeah, Movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a woman there that had been talking, and she looked at me and she went, Oh my God, you're that one that they used oh, in God. the Walk Away Movement oh, that isn't oh, a walk no. away. And I was like, Oh no, that's when I knew like it had gone. She goes, Can I take your picture? Because we're starting <laughs> a reverse 
campaign on Twitter that talks about the Republicans walking away. And I went, one second, hold on. And <laughs> Get I just, my good side. Right. And I had been, I specifically went there dressed that way because I was going to a bunch of different things that day. And I went, go ahead, go ahead. You'll see me walking, in fact, to all of these things. So I just think it's funny that, you know, there they are. There, there's and that. That, you know? that was the same time frame where somebody found all the stock photos that they yeah. used for yes, their walk away yes. and it was going was around exactly on Facebook. It was, say, mo- yeah. it was so funny. But it's a teachable moment, which I love because now, you know, we get to go like, you, you know, that stock photo that you all don't think happens. Well, guess what? Here's my face being used in a fashion that is false you and can you can't get you know teach people who are willing to learn a horse to water, right? Exactly. A horse to water. <laughs> But now I guess we have to actually yes. introduce our yes, third mic. Our mystery, our mystery voice <laughs> uh, is uh, our new friend and uh, bon vivant, <laughs> Catherine Call. How are you? Hi. Thanks for having me. Uh, no, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. Um, you have an incredibly interesting story. Every time we have somebody new on the show, we just ask them kind of, you know, how did you come to get involved in all this craziness? Um, so I'm really interested for you to tell your story and, you know. We'll start. We'll start with the past, and then we'll get into what you're doing now. Sure. Uh, I'm what they call a Delco old head. Um, <laughs> I am from here. I'm from Lansdowne. I went to Prendy right down the street, nice. and I, I also went to St. Joe's. Um, and for nearly two decades, I was working in the Washington D.C. area. I worked for NOAA, National Oceanic. Awesome atmospheric administration i always have to say that because people are like noah Noah. (laughs) um i i was working on the supercomputers that are used to create our weather forecast so nice uh working for the government i was a federal employee i was a contractor i did a, a lot of different things um and then in 2014 2015 i moved back here to delaware county um I am engaged to my fiance, who I knew in high school, and nice. we we rekindled a relationship through the miracle of Facebook. Awesome. Um, and so that <laughs> it started, can be used for good things. <laughs> yes. it, it, it absolutely can. I love Facebook. Um, I I moved back here, and I moved to Lansdowne. I was living in an apartment in Lansdowne for a while before I moved in with my fiance. Uh, And I have all this history in Lansdowne. Now, my family has moved away. And a lot of people that I'm related to, a lot of people that I went to high school with, have moved away. Um, And I was used to hearing all this rhetoric that Delaware County had somehow, you know, gone downhill. All those little code (laughs) words. Oh, dog whistles. (laughs) Yeah, I came back and uh, I saw that it was not a post-apocalyptic hellscape, as had been described, <laughs> that it, it really was, in a lot of ways, much nicer. Um, and that, you know, some of the areas that people had complained about, they were complaining about back in the 80s and the 70s. So, you know, I, I, just, I just wasn't even seeing where this disparagement was coming from. And, you know, speaking of Facebook, in these Facebook groups where oh, people God. bash our towns... 
I noticed that a lot of people who are bashing our towns are people who moved out 10 years ago yeah, or more, dude. but for whatever reason, they, I guess they're not happy with their drywall and their traffic jam. Yeah. They want to bash the town that they their moved out of. Their trash isn't getting oh, picked my, up. <laughs> my, 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 cousin, my second cousin's landscaper's brother's wife said that, you know, some black kid looked at her weird, so obviously the entire town needs to be fucking napalmed. Yep. Like, ugh. Yeah, so... Uh, so my is that an actual post? Because that I kind don't. of <laughs> I mean, odds are I can't keep I know. up with it. That's why I'm like, wow, that actually kind of sounds exactly <laughs> yeah, like what exactly. I might have read. See, this is why I can't read any of the things on Facebook because that I literally. So as I was scrolling, I saw your comment and I was like, oh, let me go look. And I, an hour later, I'm like, I'm sorry for doing that to you. Why did I do this? <laughs> I apologize. For well, it's like Jimmy Sam Torum. Fuck you too, dude. Yeah, it's like it's like. There are like five of them, okay. two of whom I know are felons, <laughs> and like well, I one, just think who is, one who is definitely a racist. I think it's great that you managed to get Santorum and Makozi in one fucking Let's chat. Be, that's the thing. I can't see Makozi because I'm <gasps> you fucking. Can't see I got blocked for asking oh, according, where. No, according get, to him, you, he only blocks if you use foul language and yeah. personally attack. And because I used the word "fuck" somewhere on that uh, on that page, they'll assume well he must have used too much bad language. Wow. See, I concern trolled Makozi. I said very disingenuously, "Why is there so much negativity? Why are you bashing?" a council member i just don't understand and i thought maybe they might see my last name and think i was a republican and i got a lot of they didn't block me um mm. and i think that was actually an effective uh rhetorical move disingenuous though it was because yeah. uh that's the, that's the thinking like positivity culture and well i even loved your comment to the one guy about oh we're two peas in a pod what kind of beer do you yeah. like and the guy was like oh and i'm like how do you even take yeah. that negatively like i mean yeah, like, <laughs> well, yeah right, apparently cool. being friendly and sharing a beer is a problem but uh, yeah. if you actually cool. if you know... don't drink victory victory <laughs> makes a draft root beer that's really fucking good like, um, we're good apparently the fact that all of the Democrats actually know each other is suspicious. Yeah. According to this meme, right? And I, I did, I couldn't even Wait, follow the me- logic. There's, no. oh, they look, made no, some like- kind of meme about Don Fields. <laughs> yeah. And hashtag, it's, oh, hashtag yeah. no collusion. And yeah. it's all of these things that they feel are suspicious, which to somebody who is not, I, I don't understand what the implication is. I don't think they do either. It's just apparently, since the Upper Darby Democrats know each other. Um, and have been taken. They, they've appeared in pictures. They yes. found a picture where you technically I'm no, in that, that picture yeah, too. You are, yeah, you are yeah. And apparently <laughs> we should. There, there's the freedom of association isn't yeah. in Upper Darby. What the, what that know. means is that anytime a Republican talks about you know our community. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about because apparently that, they think like remaining as scared and insular as possible is the way to go instead of you know actually knowing and liking the people that you work with. By the well, way, guys, it's all hi. Hi. Yeah. By the way, and, hi. Since yeah, no, apparently gonna, we've got I'm new gonna, listeners. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, everybody Thank from the Upper Darby Republicans? <laughs> what's up, everybody from the Delaware County Young Republicans? Hi. Which what's you know. Up? Hi. Honestly, um, hi guys. Thanks for tuning yeah. in. Well. But it's fear-mongering, it's, it's, right? And, yeah, and I think that average people who may be conservative or they may be Republican because they were forced to register yeah. Republican. Yeah. Oh, if you, ever, um, if you ever want to get anything done in this town. Your trash town, will never be picked There's up. only so many times you can press that you need to be afraid button where 
and then people start to question it like oh i'm afraid of i'm supposed to be afraid of the people who are moving into upper darby and i'm supposed to be afraid of immigrants and i'm supposed to be afraid of these democrats who apparently have attended parties together and yeah. who knows and the fucked up part is that it actually works for some of them it not w- not 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 all of them and not the majority but it works for some of them and those yeah. are the ones that are usually in in caps angry on the internet what's well, the squeaky yeah. the squeaky wheel thing right yeah. you know very much the loud mouse but anyway but you know it's 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 fascinating you it's live really in such an entertaining I do. township. And that I picture, love it. that picture of me and Don Fields and all those other people, that was actually our uh, state democratic <laughs> committee slate. That which I wasn't going to tell them them that shit, but um. surprise, now you know. Yeah, I, I think it's still. I think it is still legal for Democrats to organize. Yeah, it, that may be. That may change. I mean, for the time being, uh, at least. We've yeah. been here for a few minutes. We might, right. you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we still have a constitution in the United States uh, that that allows us to do. Things like that. Sometimes I'm some, like, wait a minute. Let me look at my phone just to make sure. <laughs> some sometimes these really uh, Facebook type Republicans scare me because I think sometimes they're acting like we're not going to have a constitution pretty soon. But I come from a, a Delco GOP family, uh, so when I first moved back to Lansdowne. I didn't want to throw down the gauntlet in such an extreme way to just start getting into politics, although I felt the urge. One of the first people I met in Lansdowne was uh, my friend Charlie, who knows Michael Schley, and I started meeting all these folks. It's a it's such a welcoming town that once you meet one person, you start meeting all these folks and they said wouldn't it be hilarious if you were on borough council <laughs> and i said yes it would be but i i don't really want to take it to that level um and then 2016 happened and dun, i dun, no dun. longer had any inhibition against getting involved in politics i felt that it was necessary and in fact i reached out to some people that i grew up with and said hey you're not you know pennsylvania is a swing state and New York and California aren't. Why don't you come back here and 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 help us do something? Uh, I don't know how many people actually heard that, but um, <laughs> that that was one of the advantages that I saw of coming back here. And one of the reasons why I'm so enthusiastic about activism and politics is that this is the place that the Republicans think they own. Okay, oh, yeah. so we can make a difference here that we cannot make. Philadelphia is undergoing some really wonderful things, but when I hold up a sign, I want to hold it in Delaware County because what's the sense of me going to Philadelphia to hold my sign? I want I want to show them that here in Delaware County, we are pro-immigrant, we are pro-union, we're pro-choice because they think that they can squash that out here and they they can't. It's a stronghold, is you know. Yeah, we've been saying that for. Yeah, and, and it's, it's being people. ruled from a minority position. Very, very much so. But it's it's fascinating to me seeing that, you know, other with all the talk about, you know, oh, people got to get out of their echo chambers and stuff like that, that, you know, you and a lot of other people over the past couple of years have been saying, no, I'm going to do this where I live, regardless of, you know, what the what the political situation is there, because it's the right thing to do. And it's where I want to be. Yeah. And we have a political machine here since people may remember from history class, the era of political machines. So it goes back to the 19th century. And in other parts of America, those political machines broke up, but not so much here in Delaware County. And so they have a very well-organized machine. There's a book that people can read. It's out of print. 
Um, it's called Ruling Suburbia. It's yes. the history of the Republican machine here in yeah. Delaware County. It's extremely informative. Uh, there were things that I certainly didn't know. Um, so we have an opportunity here. So this machine is at this point ruling from a minority position and they're using tactics. They're doing all kinds of stuff to, to try to do that. Um, and this is a master class in organizing. This yeah. is, this is what needs to be happening all across America. And one of the reasons that I do electoral politics is that I know that Republicans they are on every school board. They are on every town council. They are gonna. They are going to get any tiny little scrap of power and position that they can to force an agenda. We know what the agenda is, right? Because there is power in these town councils and school boards to to affect the way people live their lives, and. I refuse to cede that territory to an ideological opponent uh, who very much wants to control my life. And that is why, even though we have very healthy debates and disagreements within the Democratic Party, um, I will never walk away. That was a beautiful segue. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you've mentioned both activism and uh, electoral politics. Can you kind of talk a little bit about like you know how that entire process started and different organizations that you're involved with? Sure. Um, so I believe, you know, we want to move our politicians to the positions that we want, but I also believe that the best way to do that is to actually organize the people to positions that we want to to work with people and to build relationships in our communities and build our communities. So activism is a big part of that. Um, you know, when you're standing on the street corner with a sign and uh, sometimes you feel a little bit, uh, you know, what am I doing? Yeah. That's, that's kind of where I ended up, but that's you know, what, that's what I'm doing. So yeah. it's not just about, it's about being seen and connecting with people who feel the same. And, and I'm, protesting now with a group called grassroots delco we have a protest every monday night uh at lansdowne in baltimore there are some very dedicated people and what we have found and it's also taking place in upper darby on monday nights too at 69th street and why do we do this people drive by they see our signs our signs say no human is illegal uh reunite the families and people cheer and they honk and most of the people going by are in support of this and it not only gives us hope no. um it creates that connection it makes us seen um and it makes us realize that we're not a minority you know that that the folks who are trying to represent a certain view of america are counting on our silence and we're not going to give it to them no. um so and also you know when you see these things happening and you ask yourself, what can I do? You can go out there and you say, I, I took a stand for humanity. I, I saw these families being separated. That is a Trump policy. <laughs> We've had a couple Trump supporters yelling at us, but it's very, it's not the majority. It's just a yeah. you know, couple times. Um, and they say, well, where were you when Obama was deporting people? Obama administration did deport a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but this family separation policy is new and and getting people mobilized about it is new. So whatever ends up happening, I know that 
I took a stand and I did it exactly where I live in my community. And I said, I don't, I don't accept this kidnapping of children. I don't accept dehumanizing people because they sought political asylum. Uh, no human is illegal. Just a slogan, but there's there's a lot what there. I, what I love about, and, and, you know, this goes back even when I stood on, you know, sidewalks against our favorite person we haven't said the word of in a while, Meehan. Um, mm. He's out looking for his soulmate. Anyway, um, <laughs> what I love about the sign, you know, and standing out, you know, and doing these regularly is you never know if that car that goes by is going to be the next person that stands with you and the next person. So as you talk about organization, yes. it is one of the most effective ways for people to understand that they're not alone, that, you know, there are other people out there willing to be out there. So I, I love that. And, and every time you guys go out, whether it's the 69th street one or it's the Lansdowne one, and, and I, I sit there and I tune in on the live feed if, you know, I'm not able <laughs> and I haven't been able to get out to yeah. them, but I love watching it. And you do hear the responses like I hear the honking of the horns and, and I don't think I've ever caught any of, you know, the the undesirable, you know, screaming ones. It's yet, very but... rare and it's more funny than anything else. Right, right. And you go like, thank you so much. Um, but well, I like to smile and wave the at queen them. Wave. And I love yes, the queen yes. wave. Yes. The queen wave is the best. But, but I love that because you, you know, not only are you filling up your you know cup so mm -hmm. to speak absolutely you know you don't know if you're filling up the the other 10 yeah, maybe maybe somebody great. driving by and and as they point out were people protesting under obama no but you know did the people who felt that way under the previous administration did they know that other people felt that way did they right. know there was a movement no right. well now somebody driving by is going to see that Americans don't want this. Um, yeah. We don't. We don't want this brutal policy at the border. It's. It's just inhuman. And and if we don't stand up, they're going to get away with it. Right. Yeah. And it's 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 fascinating to hear people talk about things like this. You know, kind of giving them strength. For me personally, and a personal opinion, you know, I it got more exhausting than anything for me, just because it was like, okay. I keep doing this, I keep fighting the good fight, but nothing really seems to be changing, you know, so that's why I got into the, the more electoral side of things as a way to actually, like, you know, see the results of the work that I was doing. You know, is there, a, has that ever kind of been an issue for you, or is that something where you've had to kind of, like, you know, figure out a way to make that work, or? Well, so, uh, when I first joined with Lansdowne Democrats, I knew that Lansdowne was Democratic, uh, because my family was is still big mad about it. <laughs> um, at one point, hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> at, at, at one point, you know, my fiance had asked my family to come meet his mom, and he invited them to his home in Lansdowne, and and they said we don't go to Lansdowne. And uh, they never met my fiance's mom. Oh my god! They, well, there's a part of I, me that's like, that's yeah. so awesome. Because like, your 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 family name is extremely important in the history of Lansdowne. Well, like, right. And so uh, they don't I don't go to Lansdowne. Oh my god! I don't want to represent. You know, there's there's being a conservative, and then there's just being like that. Okay. Fair. But but anyway, so uh, yeah. So there was this history in Lansdowne. 
the Lansdowne Democrats had taken this town, this stronghold, away from the Republican machine. Uh, and I knew that, but I didn't really know as much of the details about it. So uh, when I first got, started getting involved, I was showing up for the Lansdowne Democratic Committee. But I didn't see the point of it because I knew it was a Democratic stronghold. Like, this town's going to go right. blue. What is the point of me you know, working in the elections. And I actually worked in elections in Upper Darby. So I did get out the vote uh, for the campaign of Brian Zedek. Okay. Uh, and that was the year Laura Wentz won. So I yeah. think it's important to be all hands on deck, and especially Lansdowne should partner with Upper Darby whenever possible. Um, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I butted heads a little bit, and, and we hear this a lot. Uh, you know, Charlotte Hummel is the chair of the Lansdowne Dems, and she is a a lot like me. We're very opinionated people, and we don't we don't always see eye to eye. Um, so, it it was a process where at one point I I was less enthusiastic about working on the committee, and I didn't see the point. And it were it was actually some folks in Upper Darby who were saying, you know, it's it's movement building based on your neighborhood you need to know the people in your neighborhood and canvas yeah. them yeah absolutely. that's that's what that's what bottom-up movement building is and the democratic one here one thing you hear all over activism and all kinds of political organizing is organizing we've we've got to organize well the democratic party is very organized um so once i once i started to see that like i need to have influence and relationships right where i live and charlotte and i you know we've gotten to be pretty good friends i said you know charlotte i i definitely don't agree with you all the time but i i like you and she said i get that a lot <laughs> <laughs> and and also so we went through a very interesting process with the pa5 congressional race oh boy <laughs> and lansdowne was a perfect microcosm because we had some laser supporters uh, who were very passionate, very passionate union people, uh, who were who were tireless in canvassing uh, and supporting Laser, uh, and we had a couple Molly Sheehan people. I was supporting Molly Sheehan, and I got to know a lot of great people in that campaign, um, and it really got me started canvassing again. By the way, you know I'm good now that I'm not crawling underneath the table when someone says PA5. So, yeah, yeah, we have that. We're, uh, we're distant yes. enough yeah. from it. Yeah. <laughs> there was definitely some, some high emotions because yeah. we had something like 10 candidates. We had this one fellow, like, can a woman win? And it was that was a big issue. Doesn't It's in the rearview mirror now, but yeah. there was this Ken. The I think we have proven. <laughs> the and healing it, has begun. Yeah. The healing has begun. And I'm supporting Mary Gay Scanlon fully, especially because she won on reproductive rights in Delaware County. And so that is always going to be so important to me. Um, so Lansdowne had these different factions. We were very collegial, though. Um, and it was it was our laser supporters who stood up and said, when we did this endorsement, and there was quite a debate, um, the laser supporters uh, said, you know, there will be a Wednesday. And just reminding us of that so we very much came together we put out the Lansdowne leader which is our uh publication that we put out a couple times a year and nice. it had our endorsement of mary gay scanlon and everybody everybody pitched in and worked just as hard as they had worked for their candidates oh yeah um to get the leader out to 
help at the polls and do all of those tasks that are necessary to do. And then afterwards, you know, some people were, were thinking, you know, how did this work? How did, how did the Lansdowne Democrats, how were they so organized that they were able to get this endorsement and make it happen? And it goes to relationships. So they have been working together for 30 years and, what one of some of the folks that were a little bit uh, newer on the scene decided was that, you know, we want to we want to work with them. They don't want to be doing this forever, right? right. They just yeah. want they want people who aren't going to mess it up. So, so we said let's let's have these folks mentor us so that we know how to organize <sighs> like oh, that this. Sounds amazing. And I'm working on <laughs> I'm working on the Lansdowne leader. I'm vice chair of communications. Awesome. And I'm working on putting out the the next issue of the Lansdowne leader before this election will be the first issue that I've I've worked in that capacity. What I cool, love cool. what I love about that though is is I think that that's something that um every committee should take a look at and produce meaning outwardly. The the communications or the, the Well, the communications would be fantastic. Um no, um the way okay. that the way that the organization itself is working, yes, the committee yes. itself is working. Because that's not seen and we talk about that all the time on here is, you know, like yeah. the the if you want to call them the old school or or the ones that have been there for for, you know, so long and and these, you know, newer people coming in that were not scary, were not, you know, we're not, yeah. you know, we're all trying on the to same take, team. right, you we're know, all pulling the same, so, we're all trying right. to pull the same direction. Right. And, and kind yeah. of doing what you're talking about, you know, with the mentoring and so forth and so on that both, you know, can learn from each other. You know, we both yeah. have skills and, and, you know, things that we can teach each other. It also helps that Ben Hoover has donuts at that polling station. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I probably drove by three times and got Three donuts at least. Ben that was great. is a guy who knows what's important in life. <laughs> right, and, right. Uh, he's a friend. I what I love. Yeah. What I love about that. that. Would it be an episode of the Delco Young Dumbcast if we Would, didn't get hungry? <laughs> right. I know. I'm sorry. But what was great? What I loved about Ben's though was, you know, and this speaks on both sides, but it also I think speaks a lot about Lansdowne's, uh, you know, committee, is that you know when people were going in and and then coming back out, like Ben Ben wasn't like. No, you're a Republican. You can't have that donut. He was like, "Take a donut. You did your Democratic duty in in voting. Like, yeah. yay for you." Or if he even knew if it was a Molly voter or this voter or Rich, he didn't care. He was like, "Take a donut. Thanks for voting." Yeah, you know. So that you know that being emulated across the board is so what we need. You know, just spreading out throughout Delaware County. Yeah, absolutely. That I just think you guys are, you guys are doing what just, we need to model for. and just well, realizing lo- realizing that unlike what the Republicans do, you. Know that everybody is a member of the community, yeah, not right. just the people who are registered the same right, way yeah. you are. Valuing right. and everybody everyone. has a, a voice. We're we're working to make sure that our political committee, our political institutions, actually reflect the town. Yeah. Um, and I love the Upper Darby Democrats um, because <laughs> there is so much <laughs> diversity in that group, and it's and. There are so many people that I love to see. The times that I went to those meetings, it's just an incredible group of people. Um, and the, the discussions can be very entertaining. Um, you know, maybe <laughs> there's a little the drama, but that's, you know, but they, and, and no, I mean, I agree with that. Um, I also love the fact that, you know, 2312, but um, it's fun. <laughs> I know, it's right. fun, right? But what I, you know, you speak about the diversity, it's not only just the diversity in its members, but the diversity in the opinions and, and the yeah. fact that you guys still 
you know, come back month after month and, you know, you're still representing, you know, Upper Darby is phenomenal because I mean, in, in the face of not agreeing with each other, oftentimes, you know, how many people just drop off and go, oh, forget it, I'm taking my ball home. But at the end of the day, you know, we, we know, and I think it's the same for a lot of different committees uh, in Delaware County, we know that at the end of the day, we're not going to let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Right. We know that these are people that we agree with at least 90% of the time. And right. that's going to be better than, you know, either completely throwing our hands up and saying, I'm not going to try and improve my community. Right. Or, you know, deciding with the people that you agree with 10% of the time just out of spite. Yeah, right. Well, so you're going through a process in Upper Darby that Lansdowne went through 20 years ago. And when I started working <laughs> on the leader... So Charlotte dropped off this big pile of papers in a plastic bag with with a whole bunch of stuff, and it, that was the Lansdowne Leader Archives. Wow. And I started working my way through it, and I learned much more information about the process by which these organized Democrats took this town away from the Republican machine. And I... It really... So... So to get that perspective really made me see the importance of we have to preserve, first of all, we have to preserve this history. Um, and we're, we're thinking about doing some kind of Lansdowne leader blast from the past. Oh, that would be cool. Would be yeah, amazing. I think it would be really fun because it's all, it's all on paper now. And I said, you know, we don't have a ton of money. How much would it cost to just pay somebody to, to transcribe and this in, yeah. and, and we'll put it on our website so that people can see this very important history and, and we don't know how much it will cost. I said, well, you can maybe um, leave out the article about ferrets. <laughs> but, but I don't no, know. That I might think, be a good article. No, yeah, I, I, as, mu as many cat snakes as possible. We need to, <laughs> we need to preserve the whole picture. And I think the <laughs> article about ferrets is definitely part of that. But there's yeah. some very exciting articles about what was happening. The folks who took the town of lands down from the Republican machine were subject to harassment. Oh yeah, um, hmm. you know one one guy had his office broken into. Hmm. Um, there was a and there was a big scandal going on right in Lansdowne. So uh, there was a there was one uh, person who was in cahoots with the Upper Darby folks. Um, Sorry. Are you guys... What is this? Lansdowne Upper Darby. Come on. It's almost Fucking like they're right next to each yeah. other and they just have it's a like lot to do with each other. The lines, the lines you know. blur, you know. I, I, won't, I won't steal the thunder of our, of our Lansdowne leader blast from the past, but it was extremely interesting and, and the techniques that were used were uh, very authoritarian um, and... People want to protect those uh, Delco GOP patronage jobs. So that does they it had. mirror? So so and and it's fascinating because now I'm like I want to go through that stack and and look at you know and, and see that. Um, is it mirror what you see now in other aspects? So like Lansdowne has been taken and it's now realistically, if you think about it in a way, it's our stronghold. You know, yes. like we One go like them, yeah. right, we go like Lansdowne, ha ha, you know, come for us. Um, but what I wonder is, does, you know, so like if you look at Upper Darby or if you look at, you know, any of these Ridley, any of these other areas, and you think of that, you know, authoritarian, you know, rule, is that what you see, you know, nowadays, which was what they were facing 20 years ago? In other words, hey, look, guys, Lansdowne faced this exact same thing 20 yeah. years ago. We've we, we been there. We came out. We of, can do oh, this. And that's side. why they fought so hard. 
uh, and so dirty to try and keep it because once it could be done there, it could be done in other places, even though it, it hasn't happened all over. Well, maybe it was just waiting for the right people. Yeah. Hint, yeah, hint, absolutely. Stare across the microphone at you. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I know and I others, met, but you know, I met a Democrat <laughs> in Ridley Dems who. Ridley has Democrats. Yeah, I, I think <gasps> they're we have awesome. To give, we <laughs> have are. to give the biggest respect to the Ridley Dems I because they are just in. They I are thought yeah, the belly of the beast. Like, like one, you man. think, like Upper Darby's, like we think, and then I look at I'm from Marple. I think I'm like, oh, we're bad. And then I look at Ridley, and I'm going, I'm so sorry, guys. Like I will come help you whenever you need it because <laughs> I'm gone. I met a lady who was she had moved from Oregon, and she thought you could just, and she just bought a house in Ridley, and she thought it, oh, that boy. you could just be a Democrat in Ridley. Oh, and then she found out, you know, not only is it about not having access to the township services, but you. You can't even get a plumber to come to your house. Yeah. No, in fact, they were trying to, and I don't know, um, ta-da, spring that info. They uh, were trying to put a stop to canvassing recently <laughs> with the policy of the township stating that it was oh, well, 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 soliciting, and you not, can't do that for petitions. Not according or for, to the ACLU. Right, right, right. So well, these, you're like, oh, are we really going back to this kind of tact? These authoritative, you know. Yeah, well, these Democrats uh, here, we just love to go out on a Saturday and Sunday and canvas and meet our neighbors. It's fun it's building that but you know it goes back to as you were saying you know building the from the ground <laughs> I'm sorry, that was the most believable tone of voice that i've ever it's heard fun. It's amazing. Um, you know speaking about building these organizations from the grassroots you know from from the bottom up it's building the village you know and and we all know the saying you know it takes a village and it realistically it does it does because look at what lansdowne did yeah. and we need to just start taking that and and multiplying that over and over if lansdowne could do this 20 years years ago you know show us Lansdowne yeah. like literally give us, anybody can yeah. you know give us give us the the playbook because we are in certain need of it at this yeah. point and that's why know? that's why I think that you know sort of larger groups like the county party and you know groups like the young Dems we have a lot of input because we can kind of take this information and these you know to use the business term best practices you know we can share that amongst one another right. if we have larger sort of overarching organizations even outside organizations you know the community organizations your indivisible groups and things like that you know we can use the information that other people have you know sweat and in some cases right. bled for right. uh, to you know better the rest of our neighborhoods and and stop being afraid of sharing the information you know i'm not saying democrats are or, or anything but like the information anybody, has to be yeah, shared anybody you know can this is right you know we're not taking your ideas and running away with them and not giving you credit you know or, or anything like that's that all yeah. has to stop yeah, you know we're all on the same damn right. team guys right but mm. imagine that one yeah. Well, we love working with the Upper Darby Democrats. <laughs> it's fun. We have, you know, we have great relationships with the Upper Darby Democrats, and and they've been helpful to us. And we just want to be collegial with them. I love Upper Darby for many, many reasons. Besides the fact, no, besides the fact that like, hi Heather, pretty how much, you doing? I know pretty much all of my friends are in the Upper Darby Democrats. I might as well move Heather. <laughs> ha ha. Um, but what I love about Upper Darby. Could, could you imagine? So Upper Darby, 42 polling locations, right? It has the most... 70, sorry, 71. 70, 71. Sorry. Yeah. My brain was going backwards and dividing. 71 polling locations. So it is the... Like, 
it's the the hub yeah. of Delaware County yeah. for, we're for 20, that, right? We're, we're 15 to 20% of the voters in the county. Could you imagine the chaos that ensues when Upper Darby takes what, you know, Lansdowne has done, molds it to how it will work for them, and then Upper Darby transitions thank you for Uh, that absolutely transcendent segue (laughs) i wasn't even trying but in my head i was going like it was perfect it was perfect well you know me it was so good thank you it touches on something that both of you have said at this point um, with the uh you know especially with the the harassment as we try and flip it and things like that um the big the big news story um since apparently we are all about northeast delco today uh, is uh, with the Drexel Line development in Drexel Hill. Um, <laughs> we have so much fun going on with this. For anybody who hasn't been paying attention, um, the Drexel Line is right there at the corner of State Road. It's got, you know, a bunch of <laughs> empty stores and a bunch of wasted space, and it's just a giant expanse of blacktop that, it, you know, <laughs> has Parking horrendous and, and runoff. driving and in there is really shitty too. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. And it's all, you know, any rain that falls on it just runs off directly into, into the creek. And it's a complete nightmare. So they're trying to redevelop it to make it a little bit more environmentally friendly, a little bit more usable, and, you know, bring Which in some new businesses. Things. These are all these are all right. great things. We're Democrats and we support, you know, things yeah. like you know that. Exactly. You know, bringing in new businesses is never a bad thing. If you're going to do it the right way, mm. which is kind of where... What did you where, say? <laughs> well, the thing there's is, there's like, a right way to do things. I know that the neighbors don't really want a storage tower and yep. that there's already a whole bunch of them, but I, the Republicans need some place to put their skeletons. Exactly. I'm sorry, but I love the fact that you called it a storage tower. Like, that's that made it, it even... I it's know, but be, I... <laughs> part of the development is an eight-story tall, uh, like, personal storage facility, which, by the way, within a 10-minute drive, there are seven other is the, the so others. i have a theory for that and it's, it's gonna so be that the tallest can... building in the township right and so that's my that's this is my theory it's so that you can stand on top of it and see the tall buildings in philly and they can see you back that's my entire thing totally, for that is totally, yeah totally it'll be like people with like the pirate spy glasses yep, yep. Up, like, <laughs> like waving at would, each other why would you put an eight-story building because Ugh. you can because it's going to make money hand over fist because they only have to hire five people to run this entire thing, mm-hmm. and it's going to be basically have you seen the waste one on space. Eagle Road. I've seen all of them because I drive past all of them. I drive past the one uh, up next to the cemetery, uh, going up towards uh, Havertown. Yep. I've seen the one on Westchester Pike, right there where they put the giant. I'm actually I've seen, sitting I've here seen trying all to think, but I'm sitting here trying to think. The one on Eagle Road is pretty high, and but I don't think it's anywhere yeah. near the eight sto- like thing. No. And I'm trying to think no. like in my head and what that one, looks like, no. and then go like. What? Yeah, the one Why? across from the Havertown YMCA is gigantic. That's what it's I'm saying. It's not eight yeah. stories tall. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's yeah. It's going to be a complete just one eyesore. Of the dumbass things in this. And this is story. I, I can at least live with the rest of it. Like, do we need another super Wawa? Probably not. But it's going to make money. It's going to be useful. Do we need you know? Uh, do we need Anthony's restaurant to be expanded? Probably not. But whatever. You know, I'm not going to complain about that. When we've got a giant eyesore waste of space i'm gonna complain about that because we can do way better yeah and the problem is that a lot of people in the community have been complaining about this since they found out about it which was oh coincidentally after the plans were already drawn up and after all of the invite only meetings that they had with their republican constituents 
between you know between Mayor Mikosi and uh, State Rep Jamie Santora, you know, inviting just who they wanted so they could get the backup, you know, and <laughs> accidentally and lost the, the other in this county. in the mail. <laughs> the Republicans in this county are used to doing everything by fiat. Exactly. And they have these, you know, it's all closed. Nobody knew what was happening in the county council meetings. And they're used to being able to do what they want. And they are not used to having somebody ask questions. They're not used to having to answer to the community. Um, yeah. And you can tell in the way that they relate to these folks that they expect obedience. Yeah. And if and anybody like, who speaks up is the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, and they expect there there are a couple people who are making and honestly I don't even understand the logic by which um, some of the folks they're trying to make into a bad guy it makes sense to them it I don't think it makes sense to anybody else yeah um, and which, they they're just trying yeah. to create this controversy and yeah. all that's happening is some folks in the community want some actual input into what's going up in this shopping center that's all that's happening yeah and it's you know the republicans are used to casting their pearls before swine and they're like you know oh you just don't understand what we're trying to do we're trying to improve this place like what's there is like just okay you know what their plan is is like whatever it's not showing any kind of vision it's not showing any kind of planning for the future like there are good parts about it yes they're they're expanding the uh the mass transit there they're expanding the sort of uh uh the darby creek trail running right i was along just gonna the, say that right was the part the where i was like yeah. oh that actually is you like know? <laughs> these are all good things and updating retail space is these are all good things but why would we just take the first thing that's offered to us because it's just okay and then, you know, freak out that, oh, you know, if anybody speaks out, they're never going to come back, you know, when it's it's our representative's job to get the best deal for their residents and their taxpayers and their constituents. So so to give them all ease, any anyone that's listening that may not that may be along the track of they're not coming back. I live in Marple. Okay, we shot down the first one for the Marple Green space. Thank goodness. They came back. We yeah. are still fighting this with a whole nother developer, with a whole nother plan. Yeah. At the Guess Don, Don Guanella, yes. yeah. They come back. Okay, so we, we're not scaring anyone away when we don't agree with the process or, or yeah. what's going into these places. But they it do seems come back. like the Republicans don't know how to make any kind of substantial argument. Any anybody They haven't had to in 50 well, years. I was just going to say yeah. they haven't been and held. And it's up. like, what, you, you're questioning what we're going to do to this? Uh, without your yeah. input, why how, do you hate how, freedom? How dare what? you? <laughs> Wait, why do you hate so money? This wasn't, this wasn't like a big forumed kind of, you know, no. like sample. This was just a few houses that might have been registered particularly a certain way, picked yeah. out for you know and i can i can almost buy the excuse where like oh we only wanted to talk with the affected community that lives Which right nearby but, but the thing is number one i consider myself i live across town i consider myself the affected community because i am a resident of this township right. i use that area i shop there i go to restaurants there hell i, I live in burma and we're right exactly. next to it i mean it's... exactly i pay taxes in this township yep. so i consider my input just as valid as someone else's you know i'm not gonna have to deal with you know if they tear my street up to run gas lines or something or water lines i'm not gonna have to deal with that but right. i should have at least some kind of input which they refuse to give anybody that lives on this side of town uh save for a couple of you know special cases that they thought would really help their you know help them sort of sell it 
So basically, just to finish the story for anyone who's not familiar, at the end of the day, you know, there was no input taken. And in order to get the developer to actually and the representatives to actually hear some input, um, some local residents uh, filed an appeal of the zoning board's decisions to, like, give them all of these sort of breaks, like, you know, the development is going to have less grass than it's supposed to so that it can absorb rain that falls on it. Uh, the development's going to be closer to the creek than it's supposed to be. Mm. Uh, the development's going to have, you know, it's going to exceed height restrictions and it's going to have, you know, different parking than it's supposed to and things like that. So there are all these zoning variances. I'm not going to get into the weeds with that. Um, so a couple of local residents, uh, including uh, Don Fields, friend of the show, uh, decided to file an appeal of those zoning decisions. Um, so since Don Fields, uh, filed this probably close to a month ago, uh, and was appointed to the Upper Darby School Board last week, uh, the Republicans locally have decided to turn this into, uh, including Jamie Santori using your tax dollars to, uh, discuss this on one of his, uh, telephone town halls that don't actually count as town halls, <laughs> um, decided to turn this into oh the democrats are you know putting their guy in because he did them a favor so they're going to reward him they're using you know when he said when he said at his appointment to the school board i earned this uh the republicans in town decided to turn that into you know the the big black and white willie horton ad fucking <laughs> scared well, scaremongering look and at this hand don't example. pay attention to that hand is exactly. that they are so not used to having to justify themselves in any way or answer to anybody that this is completely incoherent it makes no sense yeah. i'm sitting here watching like oh is it illegal for me to know don fields it, he's been coming to these meetings yeah. uh wh who who did you think that the democrats were not gonna to appoint? mention you said yeah. so it was a month we, like he he yeah. filed for these before take time. he had even become you know yeah. on but the school he knew board because and, democrats are colluding and you know it's it, apparently we can't know each other and the, the fact russians that i'm colluding stuff <laughs> <laughs> hashtag no collusion <laughs> hashtag fake news um which is what but, this basically but it's like, you know it's fascinating like they're they're legitimately like don field's Full disclosure, he's a friend. I would consider him a friend. You know, his son has been on our show before. Right. Uh, you know, I know the him. entire family, the entire family are awesome people. Um, but you know, he's he's a concerned resident before right. anything. You know, it's not just partisan tactics to you know shoot down this entire development and score cheap well, points, which is what the Republicans are selling theory. it as. It's it's literally a conspiracy theory, and it makes about as much sense as a lot of other conspiracy theories. I would exactly. like to point out that in Delaware County, we have been living with a lot of the uh, logistics problems of developers who come in because maybe they are a big Republican donor or Gasp. whatever. That it's just about the money and there's no community input. Is that when and I cough and go, clog, keep it down? <laughs> you know, you we can, have you're going to be coughing of, for 20 minutes I if know. you do that. A lot of our headaches that we have in this county with traffic and with, and with some development that we don't like, some eyesores is related to that yeah so nobody's trying to stop the development no we're trying to we're trying to have community input and actually have yeah. the developers be a little bit answerable to the community that's going to be served because you know they're not the ones that are going to have to live right next to it exactly. and they don't they don't care what that's going to be like in 10 years and 20 years they really don't One so they don't. let's let's do something a little different here in Delaware County and actually uh, <laughs> so let I'm the like, community... different? No. <laughs> oh, God. 
Well, but what's it's, interesting? It's, it's, and, you know, just to finish my point, you know, people are now coming down so hard on Don Fields because the argument the Republicans are making is that, well, now when developers see that the school board is fighting the township and they're anti-development, we're never going to have anything else built in this town ever again. So this is terrible. There was actually somebody on Facebook who commented about overthrowing the school board. Yeah. So, like, we're at the point where they're actually, they're not just to your point about people getting threatened and things like that, they're at the point where they're actually inciting violence against people Again, I will because say, they don't well, want to give up this control. That's what they did with the county council, right? Yeah. So they put out that dog whistle, like, oh... The 911. And this shows how out of touch they are because the only people who buy into this are the people who are getting paid, right? Yeah. If you're not on that payroll, this yeah. is you're not going to support this. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, whatever that there's going to be a $2 million no-bid contract. Nobody wants this. And all our <laughs> county council members wanted was, can we have a normal process that almost any other township yeah. or county would use to review who we're giving this to, to review, to have some transparency. Exactly. And they never said, oh, we're not going to give it to this company, yeah. but let's let's actually let some light into this process yeah. so we can see who we're giving this money to and what what their finances are uh and turns out they're a great big republican donor so then they they did their dog whistle uh and posted a picture uh, an unflattering picture of kevin of and brian and one of them had their car vandalized oh surprise shock so who and and i was talking to my f my family uh my fiance's family uh and they are people who are traditionally conservative and maybe re some of them may be registered republican they don't agree with this no because they're reasonable people and this is this is something we've, we've been talking about over the past couple of shows you know we when we talk about how fucked up quote the republicans are we're talking about the leadership and the right. elected representatives we're not talking about the people who are and the people 90, on the payroll yeah 90 percent of the time people who are actually conservative or even registered to vote as republicans you know 90% of the time they're reasonable people right. you know and they're not they're not going to you know lose their minds completely but you know the fact that this has now been politicized into oh this you know like the guy's got a family and they're terrified like right. they right. don't know what's going to happen even because even I the read guy through because that the guy wanted to bring the developers to the table yeah. and have a conversation with them and say please take some community input i read I'm through glad that it was just a car in the case of the exactly. county council exactly. and i really hope no one gets hurt well see that's something that yeah. we and we discussed at the last podcast that's something that you know when when i wonder with lansdowne you know went through that history as they were overturning it to what scale you know did did the harassment did those types of things happen my only concern as we try to model that and move forward is is the 20 year difference is you know yeah. nowadays are people more willing to you know vandalize yeah. and go further and that's the only thing that kind of you know gives me a half second pause because then you know everything else just goes yeah. it's worth it because let me let well me, I, let but me just, I, I hate to be this way but you know there's part of me that's saying bring it because right. when they, I mean, when I, they were doing this to kevin and brian i called it there were some people arguing with me and all of the democratic committees talked about this because we knew that this was a win issue for us right and 
it, I called it Christmas in July. It's like a giveaway. <laughs> and so the next, every time, every time somebody vandalizes a car or they do their dog whistle or they try to defend their no bid contract and their, their privilege that, that is unearned and their fiat where they're just going to hand down this stuff to us like their rulers, yeah. um, they are giving us a present because nobody supports this. It is so unpopular. If somebody if somebody has their house vandalized or their car vandalized or their kids threatened, I will take that story. I know plenty of registered Republicans. I know people that I went to school with. Right. I know my fiance's family. They don't stand for this. They don't support it. And they will stay home. They may not ever pull the lever for a Democrat, although I'm sure some people will. But they, they're not going to support this, and they're not going to yeah. stand for it. This does not represent them. And the Delco Absolutely. GOP is just, they have no idea what to do. And that's why we canvass Republicans right. all the time. Right. And we yeah. get very positive response. Well, and I think, so what that, that kind of circles, I think, too, is that... Can I just, before you make yep. your point, can I just throw out there that we do not condone violence against anybody? No. <laughs> like, don't, don't fuck with people. Like, well, like I, beat, you know, beat them in, ideologically, right. beat them electorally. Right. Don't fuck with their cars. Don't right. fuck with their kids. Don't fuck with them. L let's be a fucking civilized, Which is rational what, society. When I read that, that, that Facebook feed, you know, and, and those comments, I was really kind of floored that there were a small group that was very willing and very angry and all i could see are those you know those memes with you know the angry screaming trump supporters yeah. with those faces full of rage yeah. but on the flip side of that you know i think what they need to understand is is that they're not dealing with the same democrats necessarily that were 20 years ago that we will stand and we will bring the fight yeah. we might be all about you know that that we're not going to cause violence yeah. but at the same there's time we're going to defend it there's you a know difference or between, not defend violence but we're going to defend yeah. you know there's a difference between and i want to be really cautious here <laughs> that's why yeah that's why well, I'm there's, a, there's, we're there's not a difference gonna... there's a difference between you know rolling over and taking it and standing up for what right. you believe in. and i don't think they're and, used know. to that and that's so no. that's where no. i was going to circle to is w the big thing that i keep noticing is they're getting louder and louder and that's because for maybe once they're losing they are terrified on the opposite end and now yep. they know what it's like to have the dog barking the back well, they, th this. they think that what they've been doing to us for the past 50 years 100 years they in some cases they think we're going to do that to exactly, them exactly they think we're going to do that to them and it's so funny there's these really funny memes so much for the tolerant left and it'll be a picture of the guillotine <laughs> yeah. or uh, you know a picture of them signing the surrender of the civil war so much for the tolerant <laughs> left and the point of the meme is you know having tolerance doesn't mean laying down and being a pusher over it exactly. doesn't mean you don't defend your home and your family it just means that you know it doesn't mean that you let white supremacists come through your right. neighborhood yeah. okay so you know mm. uh, tolerance is not just this uh inane vague thing like oh we just tolerate whatever it, it's it's tolerance as a value that we tolerate uh we don't insist that everybody has to be the same right. as us to get respect yeah. but that does not mean that we're just gonna let you do whatever you want yeah and be a, be a dick and fucking you know ruin other people's lives because it doesn't comport no, with your no. worldview and so yeah. you're gonna have a, a surprise waiting for you if you've been telling yourself that oh these democrats are just a bunch of and you other 
the Democrats, like they're not your neighbors. They're not yeah. these people that you know. They're just these uh, soy boys or whatever yeah. kind of Treat crazy em. stuff. No, you're gonna find out if you if you try to uh, if you try to mess with us that way, you're gonna get pushback, and it's not it's not gonna be an excuse for some kind of riot. Right. That's the other thing. I, I saw this hilarious uh, Antifa, Antifa is supporting Tom Wolf, and they try to it, it's this fear mongering and they were doing it to Kristen Seal's campaign. Oh they found just actually, the wildest uh, leftist like like the most extreme leftist thing and they were trying to tie it to Kristen's campaign and it's like, oh, you've got to be afraid of Kristen Seal now. She's a nice that lady. That was the Mary Gay the Scanlon <laughs> Kristen <laughs> abolish ice thing. Which was just hilarious. And this is this is, you know, getting a little bit onto a different topic, but the th- I believe that this is a truly generational issue because people who grew up, you know, in the 80s or before, like actually were like in high school in the 80s and before. They, when they hear the word socialism, they think of the Soviets right. and the Cubans and, Red you know, Dawn. the Cold War. <laughs> yeah, they think of fucking Wolverines, yeah. Um, people who grew up after that, you know, I, especially, you know, the people we work with for the Young Dems and all yep. that, when they hear that, they have no context for the Soviet Union. They were right. born, like either at the very end or after the Cold War. Right. You know, when we hear socialism, we think of places like Canada and like right. you know what? Sweden. Um, I hadn't planned to talk about this, but do you mind if I talk about socialism a by little bit? By all means, by all means. So, um, yeah, it was hilarious that they were trying to make us scared of Kristen Seal, who is just a really wonderful person and a very nice Another lady. friend of the show. Uh, yes. And uh, and she, she's fantastic. And so, because she's supported by DSA, they're trying to scare, fear-monger with this uh, socialism is so scary. And I thought it was, and this particularly the thing that they picked, uh, it was saying, fuck ice, fuck yeah. borders. Yeah. But the, the you in fuck was starred out. And I was like, real leftists would never put an asterisk in yeah. fuck. <laughs> this is not real. But anyway, no, uh, socialism is, there's nothing scary about it. Mm. So we are in a situation where our productivity has been growing and increasing by these tremendous leaps and bounds, but wages are flat. We have flat wages. So there's this not, huge... Not even just flat, decreasing in a yeah. lot of cases. Yes. As far as real wages. Yeah. Real wages are decreasing. So all of this productivity that is created by the average working person is being siphoned off. And where it goes, we don't have democratic control over that. So not only does the... Let's, let's just pick the guy from Amazon. You know, there's a handful of guys like this. So he is making this fortune that is subsidized by the taxpayer because his workers are they, they're on food stamps they don't and get to take bathroom they breaks they don't yeah. get to take bathroom breaks they don't get legs. adequate health care so we're all paying for, we're subsidizing the amazon guy to make his fortune and so he already has all this power just by virtue of having billions of dollars and then he has even more power because he's able to buy disproportionate lobbying and influence in our system so now there's all this power and productivity and money that was generated by the american worker that we have no democratic control over and socialism democratic socialism is saying that you can't just siphon this away from us and and use it to oppress us we want democratic control over the resources of the economy it's nothing it's nothing anti you know the way of life that we have now we we if people are working and this productivity is being generated then 
if then we have enough resources for everybody to have a decent yeah. standard they of living. Should have, they should have at least some form of share in that wealth that they are creating. Yeah, which is interesting because this doesn't go off topic because it's, again, no, it's back exactly. to the fear-mongering exactly. that literally is controlling everything. Exactly. Right. And if it's you interesting. get health care, who knows? You know, we have to make you afraid of this. And they say, oh, do you want your health care to be uh, run by the government? Because that's so scary. Yeah, because Medicare, Medicaid, and the VA do such a shitty job, you know? Like, it, <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, well I mean, is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Brian. How you doing? Brian's in the corner. Yeah. Well, Thumbs so up for the VA. The VA uh, does have it's problems. Got its, own, it's got its it own does. issues, but it it's not because it's single payer. It's not because it's single payer, and uh, it's, it's because the republicans and i was working for the federal government for a long time i know this is the biggest scam that there is so they they say they want to privatize everything so what they're going to do is they're going to hand all that to their contractor buddies and they're going to starve the actual federal employees and the part of the government that's actually answerable to congress that's answerable to that democratic control and siphon it into this privatization. And this is a, this is siphoning this away from you, the worker, the person who created this and giving it to, you know, Unisys, IBM, all these companies, we have no control over what they're going to do with it. And, and people are walking around without adequate health care and, they're working two jobs and they still can't afford health care. Their kids are not getting a good education. They can't go to a dentist. So, and by keeping you frightened, that is how they get people to keep yep. putting up with this. And that's one of the reasons why I think Donald Trump came into the scene was that I think the rank and file was are not that thrilled with the Republicans, the Republican establishment. I know that for a fact that yeah. that they were sick of the Republican establishment, and unfortunately, some people who really didn't pick up on what this was may have <laughs> seen that as an escape hatch from this establishment, and uh, you know they're seeing how that's working out for them, which is not great. Um, it's okay to be wrong. Yeah, you know. That's where fear-mongering gets you. Once you yeah. hand over that power, you know, it's not going to be used in a benevolent way towards yeah. you. Dying of a treatable disease to own the libs. Yes. But uh, it's interesting that you use Jeff Bezos from Amazon as the example for, you know, <laughs> poor, uh, poor practices in... Um, you know, <laughs> unregulated he's business, because that guy has so much money that he's he's actually on record as saying the only way that he can spend all of his money is to you know go to space. Like motherfucker, <laughs> pay, some, pay some taxes right. and like cure well, we cancer. Also used to have a nice uh, space program, and you know, we do have we do have NASA, and that's one of the things that's being starved. So instead of the American people going to space with NASA. Yeah. Now we have this eccentric billionaire. We've Jeff got two of go. them. We've got uh, <laughs> Elon Musk uh, sending cars into space. Mm-hmm. You know, that is ridiculous when his yeah. workers do not even have adequate access to health care. And all he can think of to do is launch a friggin' car into yeah. space. Sorry. Oh, yeah. There are kids there. I pass by a bunch of homeless vets and starving kids on my way to work to launch a fucking car into space today. <laughs> like, right. Wait, mm. and but wait a minute. Let, me, this... be, let mm. me be angry about the homeless vet on the corner also and not now. at the guy that's launching things well, and, exactly. you know, into the space. The Republicans want to keep it on this mode of charity. You know, like, don't think that the worker or the veteran, you know, earned this. Don't let people think that just, you know, they have a human right to just to live a decent life. 
we'll keep it on charity so it's always from above handing it down to you and it's always going to have those strings attached but if people say hey i'm a worker uh in this in this economy and i've created this productivity and wealth and I have a human right. I don't even know that it should be tied to productivity and wealth. I think, you know, that we have the resources so that people can have a decent life. Yeah. And we're getting a little bit into the policy weeds here. Of course. um, You know, I feel like I'm going to replace the uh, normal theme song with the international today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Maybe. Flip a coin. Maybe. Bless <laughs> well, the dinosaur. So there's this movement in Delaware County, and I just want to plug my little Facebook page. It's Do called it. Delco Feminist. And it started out of me, as me just making fun of Christine Flowers. <laughs> because she just oh, would make me terrible. so angry. Oh, and, God. Col- and Columnist for the Philly Daily News, right? Yes. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, I am, I'm from Delaware County. I am one of the people of Delco. And this doesn't represent me. Who is this? You know, this this is, I don't know who that represents. And so I started, I just started, you know, making fun of it. Um, and I got a lot of response. And a lot of people starting to ask, like, why is Delaware County being represented? Why are the women of Delaware County being represented by Christine Flowers? Um, we have, and we also have Delco Now, National yes. Organization yes. of Women. Mm, uh, that's, you know, some some pretty, we're very dynamic. We've done a lot of activism. Um, it's and, actually a really awesome group of women that are in that. Yes. 23rd, I think, is it August 23rd? August the next, 23rd, yeah. and, and you're going to be with us. Amanda. I am, I am. I actually, it was funny because one of the uh, books that we got from uh, Yale uh, talks about how to be able to speak in public, which I've gotten really good with, by the way, because of this. But um, I was like, maybe I should read that book before I, you know, go to the go to the meeting and, yeah. and talk to everyone. I was like, or I could just walk around with my headphones yeah. on, just wing like it. I'm yeah. like at the podcast. <laughs> but no, the so you know that group, and you know, I think a lot of those that are in that group, you know, move over with um, your page. You know, I, it's fascinating and amazing and empowering to just watch that you know and, and to even participate in it and i'm just like oh this is gonna be so bad for flowers i'm so sorry not sorry well yeah it's not it's not designed to just to you know it started out making fun right. of her but it's actually designed to actually get some representation yeah. for the women of delaware county and of course the delco now facebook page we're doing a lot of events so we had yeah. uh that's a thirsty thursday we have them at various locations throughout the county and sometimes you go to those expecting to speak, but we're just having so much fun that which it's is just, not a bad a thing because again yeah. that goes back to you know what yeah. we were saying building earlier, it's, yeah. right? Building communities and engaging with each other, and you know, taking pictures with each other that apparently we shouldn't be doing because you know, you know, they end up on Facebook. Just because and, I'm friends with other Democrats doesn't mean that we're all fucking in, in cahoots to fucking you know bring down the world as we know it maybe the republicans all hate each other put, I mean, and that's well, part of they it. hate everything else so that would that would track <laughs> put your tinfoil hat on damn it all right <laughs> um. no the best the best was the anti the first uh pence trump uh rally and i get a text message 
right at the end and it was from someone that knows me very well and goes was that you that got arrested and thrown on the car and i was like yep apparently that just says everything about me i was like the first thought was did i get thrown on the car and arrested i was like i'm not ashamed of that at all (laughs) thanks go for it yeah thank you thank you for laughing (laughs) you're gonna have to tell the kids where mom's at for the next 24 hours so act, <laughs> activism is not without its risks, of course. No. Um, Perfect so, segue into that one. Nailed it. <laughs> so us very exciting women with Delco now, uh, some of us got involved with a group called Time's Up Philly Metro. And we protested a Daylin Leach fundraiser. Yeah. Pepe Le Pew. We, we, <laughs> I think there's a lot of reasons to do that. Um, for whatever reason, this this really this Me Too movement, um, it's really having a hard time taking hold in politics. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of people willing to defend this guy because money. Yeah. Right. Al Franken might run again. And I I think <laughs> is that we, really uh, oh yeah. what okay. we have shown in Delaware County is that money is not everything. Um, and just because this guy can raise some money doesn't mean you have to uh, justify what he does. I don't like this culture where people jump in to defend him. I mean, he's getting more than a fair shake, don't you think? Right. Why do yeah. people rush to defend this guy? You know, and people are eager to use the bodies and the lives of assault victims as their political bargaining chip, and that's not okay. Right? Okay. So yeah, I get that he's a. I get that he is a very progressive politician but there's a lot of those who aren't fucking scumbags right and and those people are being forced out of politics anybody who's not willing to play the grab ass game has to get forced out and so what what does that leave us with your your choice of words (laughs) (laughs) well i am delco (laughs) i'm delco not for nothing but like yo Yeah, we're going down the fucking hoagie wow, wow. mouth. Oh man. <laughs> anyway, hoagie mouth. Um, so time's up, Philly Metro. Yeah. So um, we did this action to protest Dalen Leach, and I got arrested. Uh, if you get arrested, I really recommend doing it in Conshohocken. It was super classy. Was it a really, it a really nice? It was yeah, got, a super money up there, man. classy jail. Okay. <laughs> the, people said, "What is jail like?" I said, "Well, it's like a room. It's like a waiting room, but you just can't leave." it's like uh, detention yeah yeah so uh we're, we're did, gonna, you, detention. Did, did you meet ali sheedy there like what's going on <laughs> oh that would be awesome <laughs> i was ali sheedy so yes we were we were the breakfast club no so those we, pictures were badass that i did they see though were so yeah good. i was like i would frame those things with a copy of like everything else and they'd be on my wall i just want to say and i'm not making light of anything uh that it was the most fun I've had in quite some time. Was it also liberating, though? <laughs> it I mean, was. Right? It absolutely was. <laughs> kind, of, Shouting, kind of the opposite of what you would think. But. Right, right. <laughs> and I think the people who want to keep defending guys like this need to know that we had a lot of people wanting to yell at this guy with a bullhorn, and now there's a waiting list, pretty much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we got to take turns letting people yell at this guy. Now that, now that we know that you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is fun. It's therapeutic. It's great. And so I, it was the first time I've ever been arrested. And uh, like I said, Concha Hawkins is a great place to have that happen. I'm getting the cuffs put on me and led away. And there's a chant that goes up. Uh, it goes, 
thank you for sitting in. Your sacrifice will help us win. I turn around and I see Laura Wentz has the bullhorn. <laughs> and I'm getting put into the police car and I'm saying, Oh, God. Of course, there's a special chant for when people get arrested. <laughs> And of, course, of course, Laura, Laura knows, knows what it is. Yep. Of course, Laura knows <laughs> Goes it. Goes back to Upper Darby being badasses, oh just saying. God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Laura Wentz. I mean, everything is amazing allies, all the time. <laughs> there's accomplices, and then there's ringleaders. Okay, <laughs> Laura Wentz is the ringleader. She's one of the first people I met. I met her protesting in front of Mian's office. Oh wow, nice. And I was, I was like, this is the person that I need to know. Uh, she is a she is a force of she nature, is. She and is. she is she has no fear, no fear. She has no fear. One of the things I I love about Laura is she has a steel backbone. Yeah. Oh God, yes. And oh my God, yes. She it is. If if there is one person on the planet that I think it would be impossible to bully, it would be her. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely. So. So yeah, that's that's the kind of thing we're doing with Times Up Philly Metro, and that's the future of politics, right? Uh, so a lot of us in the PA five race, you know, we want to support labor, but we also want to support women. Yeah, and there's a way to do that. Yeah, there, nobody ever said that it's yeah. incompatible to do both. And so like, Laura is a person who is she is everywhere, and she yeah. she is absolutely for labor, obviously. Yeah. Um, and she's encouraging us to get involved with Philly Clue, and I'm going to. She's getting an award from the AFL CIO. Oh, nice! Which and is a, that's awesome, isn't it? It's it's tied as the Rosie the Riveter, isn't it? Or, or yes. something? Yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. And I love that. And I, I said, that. look, I want to get in front of whoever and just say, you know, I am just a regular middle-aged lady and I'm not in a union and I honestly just really didn't, this really wasn't a part of my life. And then I met Laura Wentz. Yeah. And now I'm, now I'm holding up that pro-union sign and I want you guys to know that when you're looking for leadership amongst yourselves i i just want to stand up and say here i am you didn't know me before but now you do because of laura wentz yep. yeah we love laura laura you know we love you yes yeah what are we so. killing this week that's my curiosity <laughs> because <laughs> you know God forbid. you're the one bringing it up this uh, time that i can me. hear pesquale screaming from all the way in springfield <laughs> <laughs> um. we uh, you know uh millennials are killing uh, entrenched Republican politicians in Delaware County uh, I mean, with Mike Zabel's race. Yes. Oh, dude. That is that is the race I'm probably oh, spending the most time who, on. Who is that against? <laughs> Hi, Jamie. It's What's nice up, to Jamie? know you, Jamie. Your going, Facebook Jamie? posts are so lovely, and I don't even live in Upper Darby, and mm. you're a douchebag, I'm just saying. a doofa. So yeah. Tell us what you really feel. Yeah. Like. So our rep he gets is... to go on the fuck Santorum. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Santorum. You're on there with Metcalf there's, and there's, there's a difference between Santorum True. and Santora. Santora. Sorry. Oh, that, yeah. But you know what? Not much. Yeah, right. No, Not no. much. R- Rick Santorum is the only one with a fluid named after him. <laughs> so my rep Don't is Google an incumbent. I support. I support Margot Davidson. Uh, and then in this race, that's literally in my backyard. Uh, I'm supporting Mike Zabel and I'm canvassing for him because I believe in being close to home and this is very close to home yeah. and I want to I want to flip this hideous 
PA legislature, okay? This is the legislature that is anti-gay. We have this Metcalf. Uh, who he doesn't see i was just gonna say it's the list of fuck you know it's it's anti-democratic he won't even allow votes on our legislation okay and and people are all over pennsylvania want to get this guy out because he's a roadblock then we have this other guy i don't even remember his name who thinks that women uh or not just women anybody who makes a domestic violence call should then be under investigation by the police Okay. Wow. That's what we're doing in the in the Pennsylvania state legislature. That's the level we're yeah. at. And Six week our, abortion bans, shoot, gutting, yeah. gutting legislation, absolutely, and, and it's not democratic. It doesn't reflect Pennsylvania at all. <laughs> and that now that they have this, uh, that the Supreme Court of the U.S. is probably very compromised. Uh, this is the way they're going to enact all of this stuff that they want to do to us. It's the PA state legislature. Mike Zabel has a lot. To offer, right? He has a lot going on, and I don't want to. I don't want to not highlight that because there's a very important issue of school funding here. Mm-hmm. The Delco Republicans think that the people who got you this wonderful tax burden and school system are going to be the same people to lead you out of it, and I don't think that's true. I think we need to change power uh, to change our school situation, our school funding situation. Yeah. Because what what Jamie Santora will do is, you know, he'll see that the school district is underfunded by $15 million because of legislation that he and his party enacted, and then he'll fight to bring $2 million back, and then he'll trumpet that all over the place like he's some kind of fucking hero for and, leaving $13 yeah. million will he on the table. make a meme of it, though, and, and put it in black the, and white and put it on Facebook? Here's the Delco GOP. This is, here's their, because they really don't, I think, have a lot of respect for the intellectual capacity, and they don't really have a leg to stand on. So their campaign about this is basically Democrats tax bad. That's it. Yeah, remember you know? that remember that from the seventies? Like, well, I mean, you know, if you, I don't because I know, wasn't born in the seventies. <laughs> if you're a Democrat or a Republican, it doesn't matter. Just do you think the same people that created this situation are gonna get us out of it? No. Nah. So vote for Mike Zabel. Vote to flip the PA legislature. You got a whole host of them. If you're not just there, yeah. you've got all of them. You know, but Mike Zabel especially, uh, his his campaign manager Colleen Kennedy, friend of the friend show. Of the show. <laughs> yeah, I, need to, I need to stop pointing that out because no, everybody's a friend of the show at this point. <laughs> Unless we've said fucking your name afterwards. We're all friends. Yeah. Be scared. <laughs> Take pictures. Gasp. But uh, <laughs> Colleen Kennedy uh, is asking for as much help as she can possibly get, knocking on doors, getting the vote out, making phone calls, writing postcards, anything that you can do to help and out. And something in that I want to I wanted to point out with that, especially right now is and and that might be a teachable moment is that right now hitting the doors right now during the summer, this is the first time that you if you are helping are introducing that candidate, be it Mike Sable, two people this is the point where we tell everyone this is who's running this isn't gotv that comes later when you're basically kicking people off the couch to get the hell out and vote that is something entirely different this is the moment we go this is who we have this is what he wants to do you know so forth and so on so this is extremely important for 
you know, the success yeah. of the campaign as a whole and, and for us to be involved in. And believe me, I know it sucks to like go out when it's 100 degrees and complete humidity right. and like you're just raining sweat and go out and knock on doors and talk to strangers. I know that sucks, but it's so important. Right. It's it is fun. so important. You meet cool people all the time right and, yeah, and no, we've said and that it's not as scary as it seems to be the first yeah. knock is you know a little maybe put off but, but you know yeah. by the time you're if done you're, yeah you if know, you're out it's there not, a, if you're out there working in, in teams or something right. like that definitely you know, pairs it's, yeah it's, it, it can be awesome but so, so we're, we're definitely supporting Kristen seal and mike zabel because we need to get this pa state legislature to actually reflect the people in pennsylvania which it it does not no not yeah. at all. And there's a ton, there's a ton of great folks. You know, we've talked about everybody who's running, and we'll do it again as we get closer to the election. But you know, whoever your representative is, whether it's Mike Zabel or Margot Davidson or whoever the situation may be, you know, whoever wherever you live in Delaware County, get out there and help somebody. If you're if you're if you live in an area where the seat is quote unquote safe, only knock a couple doors in your area and then go help out on another campaign because. They all need it. We Whether are, it's yeah. Mike Zabel, Dave Deloso, Anton Andrew, all of these folks need help. You know, so. they can't the they can't get all of us if they we can't. stick together. Absolutely. They you know they might uh, trash somebody's car once in a while, and there have been I don't want to make light of it because there have been much worse things that yeah. happen to people. Absolutely. The right. tactics have been just disgusting, uh, and there's no hesitation to destroy somebody's live lives if if they are going to stand in the way of a yeah. patronage paycheck, okay? Yeah. But they can't get us all. Right. And especially... Power in numbers. We, yep. And we outnumber Spe- them now. And I was just going to say... Since the past couple of years, we outnumber and them. And speaking of which, as part proven, that millennials keep killing stuff. So Ooh. apparently if we can do it in those numbers, why can't us Democrats do it? Get them. <laughs> I'm an ex-dem. <laughs> that generation ex-dem. We've got two of them in God here. It's a 50-50 it. today. No. My, my wife's upstairs, so we still have numbers. Oh, we do. And the, do the cats count? The cats can count. Ernie Our, counts. Yeah, Ernie counts as a Democrat. That's awesome. Yeah. Intern waffles is too young. <laughs> I'm pro millennial. See, a lot of the a lot of the Generation X are very. Yes, we, they we are. know what it's like to be dumped on as a generation. That's what I love, and and no. Kristen brought that up. Is, yeah, you know absolutely. that you know a lot of the X we're getting, Gen. We're getting head nods in the corner yeah. from Brian here. But, but so yes, I did. So this is the article that I. <laughs> yes, Amanda brought uh, this uh, this this so episode like, of uh, What Did Millennials Kill This Week to us. So uh, Pasquale can't yell at me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not answering the, my Texas Pasquale. <laughs> yeah, this is actually from uh, Today.com, like the the morning news show. Yeah. Um, this. Uh, <laughs> That's what made it the so headline, like. Yeah. The headline is how bachelor and bachelorette parties could be standing in the way of homeownership. Subheadline are bachelorette parties the new avocado toast. So right there, go fuck your damn self. <laughs> right? Right? Uh, I, just I might it. have been actually eating avocado toast when I saw I mean, it. Well, avocados are delicious. I love them. Tasty. <laughs> you know, are. every time I they eat are. one, I'm afraid that they're going to repossess my house. But <laughs> I'm going to get the foreclosure <laughs> notice when I, when I cut open that second half. Damn it. But, I don't. Um, I don't know that people are doing these bachelorette parties. They, they had a bad reputation. I will say, I I just had one of my one of my coworkers uh, actually just went to Denver for a week for his friend's bachelorette. Uh, pardon me for his friend's bachelor party rather. Um, so. <laughs> 
just to read the first couple paragraphs of the uh, news this article hurt. here. If owning a home is high on your bucket list, you might want to think twice before jetting off to too many destination bachelor bachelorette parties. We know you've already been told that giving up avocado toast and coffee will set you on the path towards saving for your home. Uh, but a study from real estate website Zillow shines a light on the money going toward lavish pre-wedding bashes instead of the savings account. The study found that... Wait for it. <laughs> Amanda's, Amanda's actually like know, putting I... her head in her hands. <laughs> The study found that attending nine destination bachelorette parties in your lifetime can set you back upwards of $13,788. In other words, you could spend up to 35% of a down payment on a median-priced home in certain areas of the country celebrating a friend's wedding. Oh, my goodness. So they're so terrified. <laughs> or pay so, your fucking student loan. I'm yeah. just saying. Or, or you know. <laughs> my health care bill. Yeah, literally, or literally anything. Food and fucking transportation. Well, one, if, if I was exposed to Fox News for, mm-hmm. I, I live to tell about mm-hmm. it. I was listening <laughs> to it for like two months straight. I was mm-hmm. in this situation at one point. Mm-hmm. Bless. And, yeah, I know. So Fox News exists to sell adult diapers. And, and um, the those... median age of the Fox News viewer is something in, the median age of the Fox News viewer is some, somewhere in the 70s, right? And that and, means half of them are older. And yeah. so there's a lot of fear. So we've we've created this situation where we decided as a society or didn't decide by default that somebody coming out of college should have the same amount of debt as a house right so who's going to start the next uh if if this is what you think should be happening you know who's going to start the next google or do innovation or go be a teacher or whatever when people have a hundred thousand dollars in debt from school and then they're mad because they're not going to buy your overpriced baby boomer house yeah and they're not going to and how are they going to pay for your and and as a woman okay i really this really gets me is this idea already yeah it's like i'm i'm in the prime of my working life and i'm paying a huge premium and i don't really take that much out of it so somebody who just spent a whole million dollars on a hip replacement is like i don't want to pay for your birth control like okay let me have a health policy that's just people like me i can tell you who's going to get the better end of the deal right now i don't know who's going to pay for your freaking hip replacement uh, you know, so this, apparently this not the millennial who's yeah. spending it on bachelors. Yeah, like, <laughs> so they're flipping this. They're flipping this responsibility, and and conservatism is all about this fake victimhood, this aggrieved, where it's like, okay, you're the the. the Fox News watcher is the one who's getting the hip replacement. They're the one who's sitting on this, you know, real estate that they need to sell or something bad's going to happen. They're the one who has the pension or whatever. And they're looking at the younger worker who's in debt for education, who cannot afford to buy real estate, who cannot afford adequate health care. And they're saying somehow they're, you know, they are the victim of these young people. And that's just disgusting. What every baby boomer needs to do is buy a second house. And pay a mortgage on that second house. And then we'll yell at you for not having enough money to stimulate the economy. That's what we'll do. Because having student loans and shit is the same as paying off a fucking house. If not, like, in, a lot in of some cases, cases yeah. more. Like, the fact that that's even an argument baffles me, baffled me when we started this podcast, baffles me today, and will continue to baffle me for the foreseeable future. It's... it's what scares well, me most, though, is is that, you know, there, there's a certain population that takes these articles and legit, you know, believes them. And you go like, oh, this is where, you know, exactly. we just crumble down and, you and, know, I want to get in a fetal position and, further, and suck my thumb. Further down in the article, they go into how it's, you know, oh, the the 
quote-unquote special snowflake thing <laughs> in the age of the hangover and bridesmaids over the top destination bachelor and bachelorette parties are becoming a common reality and while they're a total blast they're not exactly easy on your wallet direct quote because you know how do you do fellow kids uh, <laughs> here's an idea yeah. Let people enjoy things. Yeah, and that's the thing. No, um, we have to be miserable, yeah. depressed. As with, as with their weddings, couples want their individual pre-wedding celebrations to be as unique as they are and a reflection of their interests and personalities, which can sometimes result in pricey bachelor and bachelorette parties. I don't know that that's like... That that should be a thing that people get shamed for. That like, we're unique. Yeah, that, that you don't want to do, you know, sit in a church for an hour, go to a fucking Innovation? VFW hall, and, you know, have the same... <laughs> crappy fucking catered chicken why would we want to be different gasp (laughs) oh no people are spending money differently from how they did i want a box of crayons that are all one color because that's life hello these these fucking people i actually asked my seven-year-old that one time yeah and it was something completely you know different for what i was you know i went do you want a box that has nothing but one color or do you want a box that has a bunch of colors and of course the seven-year-old was like bunch of colors and ran off right and i went mm, there you go like yeah. you know well it's a very reasonable what would thing. you rather think would you rather think wow the way that my generation has ordered society is incredibly selfish and exploitative <laughs> or would you rather think well they could have everything i have but for some reason they just want their yeah. toast and their iphone yeah i don't see them working twice as hard i see them working half as hard because that fits my worldview better i've had this exact conversation with my mother actually <laughs> but it's uh, guys bachelorette parties and bachelor parties i didn't that's ha- the cause i didn't of- have a bachelor party when i got married you know our our unclean air and our unclean water yeah. i'm having yeah. a i'm having a uh, bachelorette party or some kind of actually probably just we're gonna go have thai food mm. exactly thai my my food. one of my, my wife went to uh, one of her friends bachelorette parties and it was a phillies game and dinner <laughs> like it, it doesn't which need if to you be do a look, ludicrous right. thing which yeah. if you do look at and and that that goes from the the bachelorette parties it goes to the weddings i you know it, it's changed we're they're not doing these extravagant things and who even cares if it was an extravagant thing like just fucking stop yeah you I mean, know do what you, do what you want to do we're not but buying at the same houses because we can't fucking afford houses because of other things not the fucking bachelorette party i'm just saying (laughs) just just it's let me go back by by not enjoying can i come to the thai food yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah we're probably gonna go well um we're gonna have something on the corner with signs that we didn't fucking kill we've done that we've done that as long as i'm uh supporting things we've gone to langar the new restaurant it's wonderful it's it's pakistani it's it's Ooh. where where's that wait, is that the one in it's the corner of Lansdowne yes, and baltimore yes yes yeah. yes, yes. Oh, and then there's another restaurant called aviana that is right next to saint philomena's on baltimore pike it's I think the, that's the it. thai place and they have a <gasps> nice they have a really nice uh banquet hall back there in fact the Lansdowne dems had a big party there once they have that's parties. why i recognize the name yeah and the food is excellent nice oh, it's a really nice place can you now, tell it's... all i want to do all i want to do now is go to the avenue deli and get one of those gigantic rubens that they make i which love is the rubens and the pickles literally the best sandwich yes, i have ever their eaten own yes. corned beef. yeah i know that, i like their the pickle one. their pickled thing they're oh my god whatever you get the side of pickles yeah. and they're all like different like they either have the bread and butter or the other oh yeah. great oh my god now we're all hungry yeah yeah, yeah. okay 
I feel like that's a good segue we didn't into kill lunch. <laughs> that's a good segue uh, right there uh, into uh, since self care is important, uh, we should talk about something that we've enjoyed over the past week or two that has absolutely nothing to do with politics. Does it count if it's because of politics? Um, I mean, you've like the past three or four that you've done have been true, exactly true. that. So, but mine is a result from no. Um, so I touched base maybe slightly on my Facebook about this. Um, so whether everyone knows or doesn't know, now they will know. I trained for a solid thirteen, almost uh, fifteen, maybe years, uh, in various martial arts, and you know I. I have my black belt in one of them. I trained in others. Which one do you have the black belt in? Shotokan oh, karate. Nice. Um, and but I've done anything from bondo, which is a Burmese fighting style, to kickboxing, to all sorts of things. Um, I am learning something new about you right, right now. <laughs> well, it was, it's funny because every time someone learns about that, they're like, "Oh, we thought you were scary before. Great, now Rosie the Riveter is going to kick my ass." Like it makes perfect sense. Um, but. <laughs> but what I ended up doing, you know, from a lot of kind of this pent up and, and whether you figure it's anger or just frustration or whatever it is, I went, you know what, I'm going to go back and start training again. You find a sense of, you know, peace, which is, you know, I guess a bit ironic when you do something like that, um, you know, and, and centering, you know, in, in training. And so I ended up getting new pads and dragging Brian into it because I need someone to hold the pads. <laughs> Um, and in fact, I, I noticed that he didn't look up at I know, all. Well, and that. I also drug, I also drug my 15 year old into nice. this. Um, and so I've been practicing and, and just kind of going, you know, back to that kind of, you know, uh, lifestyle, which does get a lot of the aggression out, right? You know, <laughs> there's nothing that beats hitting a pad, you know, with your hand and, or leg or whatever. Um, I think my 15 year old is slightly more afraid of me now. Um, you know, cause I was now like, Brian reacts. <laughs> I was like, just stand there. And, 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 you know, the, the, when I, when I hit that pad, the, the, the expression in his face and I went, you know, do remember, you know, girls can hit too. Imagine that. Um, so no, that's kind of, that's kind of, Oh, he's, you don't he's have to doing... just mouth the words. Like you can talk. <laughs> he's um. He can't. He can't oh, take. Yeah, 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 he can't take the hits from me. Each take one side. Yeah. But you know, it, it's actually something that I've wanted to do, and I've talked to like. Uh, uh, Jen O'Mara and like Kristen's another one that you know has, has uh, you know boxing you know it's something that I think I want to do eventually of you know like a, a self-defense class you know like you know or, or even anything that's you know involved in that that we can just get a bunch of women together and be like ha, ha, ha. oh that'd be great right I would do right? that and and so I mean I taught there's another one I taught at Temple University no their collegiate classes and um helped with the actual class you can i don't know if it's still offered one of the gym classes you could take was a a stint in you know the basics of karate and i taught with the east coast instructor there so i do have you know that background for it but i just thought like how empowering would that be and and how effective because we're sitting here talking about some of the things that could happen as we are involved in the activisms you know and and you know the things that are going on that god forbid if you know you get into a situation that you would know how to defend yeah. or so forth but the stress relief i'm not gonna lie that comes from hitting you know that pad is is yeah. very 
and everybody always talks about you know discipline and things like right, that. So right, right, and and kind so, of focus your mind. And and that's what, believe it or not, it used to be that I would tell parents that that it was a fantastic thing to have children learn, not necessarily for the the exercise or for you know the defense of it, but taught correctly, there is a sense of personal discipline that you hold yourself accountable that yeah. you know that you know you take the environment around you a different way and and so there's there's tons and tons but so that's what i've been doing i've been nice. going back to that kind of roots so that's awesome that is yeah. so awesome which if you can I'm tell i'm a lot more like oh, yeah you, you, know, you, see, you seem a bit more centered yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's all for hitting stuff it's fine kathleen what you got um i'm planning a wedding so it's the all a little bit time consuming it's the all lands down wedding it's going to be at the 20th century club (gasps) well we're getting married at saint philomena's uh then we're gonna mosey on down to the 20th century club the cake is going to be kia's cakes nice because Uh, she is the best i got an italian rum cake from her for for mike's 50th birthday and it was amazing oh so i said Obviously, this is where we're getting the cake done. Uh, and the flowers are going to be Bonnie's Wonder Garden. Uh, nice. And um, the dress is going to be made by Charlotte Hummel. Awesome. That's okay. amazing. Can, can I, I don't have to, like, you don't, I don't have to be a paying guest or kick, but just let me know when so I can just be like, Whoa. just sneak in, sneak in with the caterers. It's like, oh my God. And, and oh my God, I love that. Most of those names, like Sokia's Cakes, I got introduced for the the farmer's market. Oh, yes. Right? Lansdowne's Farmer Market, which if you have not been to, you have to. Go. Like, yeah. Oh, go, my God. Go, go next time. I love go next week. Ca- that is so awesome, though. So it's a little bit of pressure. I mean, yeah. we had our meet and greet for Mary Gay Scanlon, and we got to test the sound system. Nice. Not, so, Twofold. I love and that. And I talked to the caterer. <laughs> um, he was, he kind of talked me into doing the buffet instead of a sit down. Yeah. I don't know. I so kind of are, like the idea of buffet. You guys right? are going fairly traditional, it seems like, on the wedding, which is well, yeah. You know, given the conversation we just had a few minutes ago, is 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 kind of cool, actually. Well, there, there's a tradition, and then there's tradition. So, yeah. you know, the, the Lansdowne it has an incredible history. Yeah, the Saint Philomena's Church is is a beautiful church. It absolutely is. Uh, yeah. My grandmother used to take me there when I was a little girl, Aww. so I really, I really wanted to get married there, um, and that's our church. Nice. We might not be as devout as some <laughs> would wish, but we have, that is our background, and, and we go to that church. Um, my, my, but I love that you made it all about, like, your community as well. It is like, about, it's yeah. absolutely about the community, and the 20th Century Club has an incredible history, and it is a beautiful venue, yes. so we just thought, if you can have your wedding where the church and the venue are actually a block apart, you you kind of have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's awesome. When it, when is that coming on? I know we're like let us know. <laughs> October 13th. Nice. Ooh. Nice. Nice. Are you wondering where you're at in the no, schedule? No, because mine's October. My anniversary is October seventeenth. So, oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, October's a good. October's fantastic for for I think the weather and for the fact that like when you do your photography, I don't know when you have like what time it everything might be is. Too but... early to actually get some fall colors, mm. but. Yeah. But Thanks, lighting, the lighting, <laughs> the lighting is better. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yes, that's so. awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, it is exciting. So that's. that's I know. <laughs> I'm like I'm beating the crap out of things, and she's like, 
And I'm like, oh. <laughs> we have beat up anyone. That, we have know. many sides to us. Yeah, awesome. Exactly. Well, so <laughs> we're not some kind of uh, outsiders here. We are of this community. Right. Yeah, That's what absolutely. I'm saying. Like, I ab- and, and it's funny because... Well, not funny, but like I know Kia's cake, and I know the floor. The the the, uh, the woman that you were sp- speaking about, um, I think she did for the planning. For what was it? Uh, oh my gosh! When they did one of the festivals out there, and they were digging yeah. up the uh, Barrow Hall, I, I think she oh, was I'm involved. Sure she was involved right, in that. Right. She's been in Lansdowne for a long time. She is. She has a shop down the. It's on Scottdale Road. Yes, yes, yes. That's so, how I remembered. Yeah, and and every spring we go and we buy our plants there. Nice, one. brilliant. Love I it. gotta, I gotta do that. I gotta, I gotta. When we do the redo the garden next year, I gotta it's make fun. sure I hit them up. Yeah, Mike feels bad for me. My fiance Mike feels bad because this is the third year of tomatoes, and for some reason, mine the, all the bugs got to them before they even turned red. So I, I it wasn't bugs, but they're getting really bushy and leafy. But mm. not as tomatoey as mm. you want. Like there, I don't have any big red tomatoes yet, mm. and I have all these leaves. And we we started cutting them prune. back. Yeah, we prune them, and it doesn't. It just it's a thicket. And Interesting. There's, it, there's not enough. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of little little green tomatoes, um, but we have not been making that caprese salad yet. No. That's what we want. Yeah. And nothing like literally picking it and oh, making yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, and then I'll Mike eat, made radishes. Like he grew radishes because nice. he's like the only person who likes radishes. Nah, he's I'll, basic, back, I'll back him up on that. I'll eat them, yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like... It's no, I'll no, eat no seriously. Like, a, eat a radish dipped in some salted butter is like the Frenchest fucking snack on the planet. Great, now I'm going to have to go buy some... Like, My fiance <laughs> was basically born an elderly Italian man. <laughs> Right out. And so you're picking the dandelion salad and a loaf of bread, right? You know, growing radishes is is a part of that, and then also we have some peppers, and then mm. he has this obscure, like I'm gonna make some hard boiled eggs and put them in a jar with vinegar and sugar and beet juice, and this is delicious. So you get your purple eggs, purple eggs. Yeah, I don't, I don't I've know. I've never what the, tried one. I they, haven't tried. They look pretty. They do. It, I yeah. I, does he make you eat like the dandelion greens and shit too? We have not taken it to oh, that dude. level. Brian's laughing because Brian never heard about that until we moved up here, and I was like dude, dandelion salad, really and he good. was like, "What the hell?" And I'm it's like, "Dandelion really good, salad, dude." Saute him up with some garlic and olive oil. It's like the greatest thing. It's just he's another like, bitter. It's just another bitter green, man. Nope. <laughs> ah. right. He just it's keeps fun. thinking collard greens More from you know. From, oh, from his mom who can't cook. I, I was going to say, collards done well so okay. can be really good. <laughs> I agree, but like, you know, I guess for 40 years of his mother cooking. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. It's okay, Thelma's not listening. So we're, it's fine. <laughs> so we're doing that. Um, nice. I love it. That's fantastic, honestly. I knew it. Now we've set you up. What do you yeah. got, Mike? <laughs> mine is some. Mine is smaller, obviously, uh, and mine is something that actually has not happened. It's happening later this afternoon. Um, one of our friends, uh, actually, my wife's best friend, my wife Amanda, her best friend from high school is also named Amanda, also married to a guy named Mike, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it was the mid '80s, and that's just a thing that happens. Well, fifty percent of the males in Delaware County are named Mike. <laughs> And many of the women are yeah. named Catherine, yeah. Kathleen. My sister-in-law that I spend a lot yeah. of time with is Kathleen. So when we go to order our yeah. burgers, everybody's, it's, it's ev- ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's got their one boy, Mikey Doc. 
Friggin' Mike. Mike. Friggin' Perk. Yo, Mike. My one boy, Perk Mike. Sorry. Shout out to the Delco proper guys. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what is what is happening is that uh, actually Mike's birthday was this past week. Uh, so every every year the weekend closest to his birthday, he does uh, what is called Mike Bash. I think we're up to like the fourteenth or fifteenth annual one. Nice. Um, and this year they're actually taking the opportunity rather than just have it be you know fucking everybody makes up their own custom shot and everybody has to drink it regardless of how good or bad it is oh my god um we're actually taking the opportunity to do some good so we actually um are collecting up for a food pantry that our friend amanda uh does uh at her place of employment um so we've got a dining room floor full of like 10 bags of stuff to donate to that food pantry um i love that so it it fills my heart with joy it's 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 when you without getting too much into the past when you have had to use food pantries in the past when the opportunity arises to give back and you're able to you want to go completely nuts with it so um i'm glad that i'm in a position where i'm able to actually you know i love everything about that i love it i mean it's 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 you I know, also, stopping, stopping at the supermarket and buying a couple bags worth of stuff is not as involved as planning a wedding or, you know, 15 years worth of martial arts. Yeah, but, but how many people is that going to feed? And, and mm, how many people is that, you know, and not just just their stomachs, they're, they're them, their spirit, yeah. who they are. And, yeah. and well, you I know, made sure, I made sure to get like good stuff so that like, you know just because you're poor doesn't mean you can't enjoy things did, did we know? have that article yet the uh, what was that quinoa you can't eat quinoa if you're if I, you're getting it from the food pantry oh god we won't go there let's yeah, not like, spoil I, a moment i won't eat quinoa because i don't like it right but, <laughs> but let's yeah well well but no seriously i love that i love the fact also so you were saying like this is like 14th 15th year and and yeah. you like look at the evolution like, of yeah. that in a way like yeah, you still can much. celebrate and, like, and drink the shit yeah. out of stuff and, and but they're like, like, like they're new parents they're working in nonprofits and oh, you know I at colleges it. and stuff like that so you know it's it's like sort of it's sort of we're all we're all becoming grown-ups now so like while there will still be some drunken <laughs> shenanigans <debauchery>, right yeah <laughs> you know we can only handle but so much and still wake up the next day right uh so you know some, that happens to some people and not others <laughs> but um you know it's good to kind of take something we're going to do anyway and make it something that does some good that's awesome so, thank you thank yeah. you other mike and amanda and thank you mike and amanda like yeah. i love it do what we can <laughs> well mike yeah we're mike we're mike and Catherine, and we hang mike. out with mike and kate and we yeah it's it's just ridiculous yeah. and i thought brian and amanda there were, like, were there were like five names amanda was <laughs> like, one of them definitely yeah. one of them brian's were uh jennifer's yeah. Catherine's. mike oh, was the number of jennifer's and jessica's just too friggin' many right <laughs> wasn't that a book in abundance of Catherine's or something like that i feel Probably. like that's a book when somebody um, has it, when somebody's named jennifer i know they're right around my age exactly or or you do the like you know Catherine k Catherine yeah. c Catherine, you know like in during school we were the, we, the amandas were that way yeah you know like amanda h amanda you know and we were like oh or sometimes they spell their names differently anyway we're getting way off into the weeds here okay, okay. well let me uh, plug <laughs> yes, my various yes, things so yes, before we wrap up some of these groups are just facebook pages and some of them are are more than that grassroots delco is doing the protest at lansdowne in baltimore on monday nights uh the 69th street protest which is more about supreme court 
uh, is also on Monday nights. And I know they really want to find somebody in another town, maybe a friendly locality like Swarthmore or Media or... Or Ridley. Or Ridley, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be interesting. Um, To start to keep this going, because it's, it's really... Once you do it, you see how fun it is. You'll you'll want to keep doing it. Uh, so there's Grassroots Delco. Uh, I'm also with Delco Now, which is a part of National Organization of Women. We have a Delco chapter, mm-hmm. and that's where we do a lot of this exciting stuff, uh, like getting involved with Times Up Philly Metro. And, of course, we talked about uh, Lansdowne Democrats and Upper Darby Democrats. Friends forever. Yeah. <laughs> BFFs. We BFFs. Each ha- we each have one side of the heart necklace, yeah. That just aged us. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. Because we are pro- we are progressive in Delaware County. Yes. Could we get like a Delco kind of thing? We can anyway, do whatever. We have we talked whatever about whatever. this. You're the, you're the crafter. We definitely <laughs> are going to get some Delco swag. I yeah. am about it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I think that's a good place to stop. So thank you guys. Thank you for hanging out so much. It was so fun. Uh, I want to thank the band Tin Mouth for letting us use their song "Generation to Generation" as our theme song. Uh, I want to thank all of you guys out there for listening. Uh, thank you so much, and we will catch you next time. Take care.